Listener Production. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast. The Yulukut Wollum clan of the Boon who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters. One, two, three, four. Hello. Hi there. Hello, crimped haired queen. I know. I know. You're taking me back to the 90s. Well, I feel. Is it the 90s? Well, that's when I was crimping. Is that when you <laughs> No, to be honest, it's probably early 2000s. The Spice Girls, did they? <laughs> yes. 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 Well, looks good. Thanks. So it, it wasn't like a random choice. I've got a dress up party that I'm going to, and I know that I won't have much time tonight to get ready. So. Well, you look gorgeous glowing. Thanks. Now, we have some exciting news. We announced our book. Our book is we out. We did, yeah. Our second book, which is called You Take Care. Mm-hmm. And it was lessons in looking after yourself for everybody. And it is so nice to finally be able to talk about it because yes. we've been writing. Mm. Well, we haven't written for a while because obviously yeah. the book process is very long. It yes. is a very long process. We started, I started writing actually. My first time I put was. My fingers on the keyboard. Oh yes, yep. was I mean not pen to paper. <laughs> we always say pen to paper. I know. Is it? Was on our honeymoon. Yes. So that was almost yeah. a year ago. Yeah, because I was going to yeah. say the the writing happened when I was still on mat leave. Yes. Yeah. And it was it was a journey. It was so special. And it's just writing a book is you put your heart and your soul mm. and everything onto these pages. And so to be writing and not to be able to share with everyone and and what we were writing, obviously the book. It is. It's very raw mm. and real mm. and very us and it's everything of us on a page I suppose would you, would you say and all the lessons that we've learned over the past especially coming through some of the hardest years of, of both of our well I mean you had a beautiful baby in COVID beautiful Harvey but it's also, it was a lot also of hard right? through that yeah. there's a lot of lessons yeah. and so when I say the hardest years of our lives I don't want you to be like well I had my son and it wasn't no. you know just there's, there's challenges really hard, in every right? phase exactly and so coming coming through that and what we learn and also to us just a reminder, especially through COVID, I feel like for both of us, we really struggled with one thing was confidence mm. and believing in ourselves. And so that was something too we wanted to really put as a theme throughout the book. And when you get to the end of the book, the goal is with this book, it is a reminder for you if you want to tag the, the pages that made you feel this way, that you are enough, you are you're worthy of every success of of love. Um, and acceptance as you are right now, because I think that is something that we forget all the time mm-hmm. and we need a reminder of it. And that is that is the overarching theme Absolutely. of this book. So you can pre-order it now. Yay! We'll oh, pop a link in yeah. the show notes. It comes out on the 31st of Jan and we're just so excited to share it with you. So, so very excited. And then in the meantime, so before the 31st of Jan, we have got a challenge coming up. Yes. Well, very, very soon, in fact. Um, <laughs> we have launched a four-week cardio bar challenge with our most in-demand trainer, Kika. You guys love Kika. We love Kika. She's got such an energetic energy and she is just an so strong. An energetic energy. Is we that love. Oh, hi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is now. It is now. It is it now. It is now. She is just a pocket rocket and I absolutely love her bar classes. And when we were recording these cardio bar classes... First of all, I watched a few before I actually got in there and I was like, whoa, these are going to be amazing. And they're so, so much fun. So basically what it is, cardio bar is circuit training bar. So if you have tried Kika's bar classes, they are fast paced, low impact, 
ballet-inspired moves and you feel the burn like nothing else. Mm -hmm. You still get all of that in the cardio bar, only it's circuit training um, and there's a little bit more strength involved, like more weights and stuff like that. But the energy is so amazing and this four-week challenge will be three workouts, three brand new cardio bar workouts a week and they're all between 15 to 30 minutes long. So we've tried to design this challenge to fit into anyone's lifestyle and it's actually something that I am going to commit to. And I, when I say actually, I'm like, I really want to stick to this one all the way through. I find that sometimes I get really excited at the start of a challenge and then for whatever reason, I try something else and I fall off the bandwagon. This one, I am committed. Me too. To do. It's four weeks. With the community. We can do it. Exactly. It's four weeks. It's three three sessions per week. Yeah. We can do it. We can absolutely do it. And if you're not a part of Kick and you want to be a, a part of it so that you can try all of Kika's new classes and the hundreds of other classes that we have on offer, you can sign up now and enjoy a seven-day free trial. You can head to our website, keepitcleaner.com, or you can also find us on the Apple and Google Play Store as well. You sure can. Mm. And now for today's episode, so what are we talking about today? We are talking about, oh my goodness, we are so excited for this segment because we <laughs> feel this in our blood. <laughs> Things that we've witnessed on a plane. And sometimes you just want to agree like, ah! Yeah. Anyway, we're yeah. going to go into that. I'm not going to share my frustrations now. I will hold them <laughs> and my laughs. Okay, we also find out how often people are having sex. We found an yeah. article with some very interesting research in there. Mm. I'm also going to check in on how your sex life is going. So oh. I think that is okay. Okay. Your challenge. All right. And then, <laughs> sorry, that was a surprise. And then whether the man flu is actually a real oh thing. Oh my God, I can't wait to talk about <laughs> All right, Laura. So we are going to talk about plane stories slash plane pet peeves. And as you said, we feel this in our blood. <laughs> it's like, it's a, surely everyone has the same thoughts. But before we get into some of those things and some of those stories, and thank you to everyone who sent them in. I have to tell our story that just recently (laughs) happened. It was quite entertaining. We were flying back from Adelaide. We were. Yeah, from the kick tour. And we were sitting at the back of the plane. We'd had a frantic time. We had a frantic time. You have to set this up. Yeah, true. We'd done the event. We packed down in 45 minutes. Running. Running. With bags that were 14 kilos Oversized box things. Running to the Uber. Running to the airport. Sprinting through the airport. (laughs) It was all, it It was was just one of those afternoons where you just like, can stop like what, yeah. what else is going to yeah. happen? <laughs> yeah. So we're sitting very quietly, just very exhausted, just feeling good that we actually got on the plane. And then a couple of rows ahead, I started to notice something happen. Basically, this guy two rows in front was watching something, and I don't know what he was watching, but he didn't have headphones, <laughs> and so he's sitting. There, and this is before the plane had taken off, so everyone had sat down, everyone had the seatbelts on, but we hadn't taken off just yet, so it was quite quiet. And he's sitting there watching something. And this lady in the row next to him in the middle seat leans forward, leans over the guy in the aisle seat and says, excuse me, do you think you could put your headphones in? And she was so loud and like, it was just hilarious. And he just kind of looked at her kind of stunned because he wasn't really expecting someone to tell him off for it. And he was like, I don't have any. And she said, well, do you think you could at least put something like the sound of music on so we will enjoy what you're listening to? And it was just so funny and entertaining because he just like slumped in his chair and like slowly put his phone down. And the guy in the aisle looked like he was like holding back. Oh my goodness, because he was 
there was some, how many people in between? One. Just one. Like one. He, he was the only one in between oh. them. And he didn't know who this, this lady was, nor did he know who the guy <laughs> on the phone was. He was just sitting there like, oh. And then he had to have this like conversation with her because she was then wanting to talk to him about how rude that was. <laughs> and he was just sitting there like, yeah, oh my God, I can't, can't believe it's it. And lot. it was just so entertaining. So that wasn't necessarily a pet peeve. I mean, a pet peeve would definitely be someone no, watching something out can't. loud. You, you can't. can't. You need You need to be, so sometimes mm. I would show you a video on the plane. Yeah. Before we take off, yeah. I put, make sure it's on lowish volume, yeah. but I would never sit there and watch, you no. know, a movie yes. out loud on the plane. Yeah. And before we kick into some of these that we've got from everyone else, um, I thought we should discuss some that we both agree on. Yes. And I think number one that comes to mind. Oh, don't. Is <laughs> the plane land. Plane landing etiquette. <laughs> yes. And the first thing everyone does is, is stand, stand up. up. <laughs> oh, 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 don't even. I can't. This makes me so frustrated. And look, I have to say we fly a lot. So I think I, I do. What I often say to myself is because I'm like, I'm like that emoji red, like so angry. And, and then I think, look, we're very lucky that we get to fly so much. Maybe because we fly so much, we are aware of this, this etiquette. And, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but okay. if you stand up and you realise that everyone else is just standing there and the line's <laughs> going nowhere minutes. for 15 minutes, sit back down. Yeah, yeah, yes. And then on top of that... Oh, this is the thing that the kills other me. Etiquette, this, this breaks my soul. 100%. Once everyone is starting to usher off the plane and walking one by one, make sure it's one that by you one. let the people... In the rows in front of you, get up off their chair, get their bag and move down the aisle. Like, it's quite simple. I can't. This is where I get very mad and I, like, there's these poor, like, older people, like, trying to get their stuff and then there's, like, some, like, person being, like, through. So what I do is I step my foot out in front (laughs) and I say to the people that are still trying to get out that haven't had the opportunity because Mm. people are being so angry and also, usually if you have baggage... It's honestly, you're going to save a minute. Yeah. Just, just let the person in front of you get out, get their stuff together so yeah. they don't forget their AirPods. You know, AirPods are expensive. <laughs> you don't want them to forget things and let them come off the plane. So what I do, I, I step my foot out and I say very loud, excuse me to the people in front of me, would you like just to, to hopefully inform the people behind me, please wait. Yeah, you're being ridiculous. Would you like I get the bag out for them yeah. and then I, they go. I have another one before oh, we move on. Oh, what? So this one I think everyone should know. There is obviously, in most planes, there's three seats next to each other, right? Yes. You're not always sitting with someone that you know. No. And the the chairs share armrests. Oh, yeah, they do. Choose one armrest <laughs> to lean on. Just one. Because how we many, all have one. How many times have you oh. been and I don't fight, like, squeeze, like, and you can't put your arms down? <laughs> <laughs> I've sat next, and it's always, I'm sorry, it's always guys. Yeah, It's always guys. And I've sat in the middle seat before, and these two guys have both had their elbows out. On, oh. And they're not like big guys or anything. Like, fair enough, if you're you're a bit broader, a bit bigger, you can't help. Like, that's yes. where your arms go. They haven't even been big. They've just obnoxiously put because their elbows out. the lady out. has to keep her elbows in her <laughs> you know? waist like a nice lady and the man gets to put them. No, that is, that is we are it. in 2022. Yeah. Sometimes I'll sit Do you down say and I'll just straight away, I'll just <gasps> put my elbow there. So oh, I've I like at least that. got one just from the get-go. Mandy's got a story. I, I wanted to say, I feel like there's an unwritten rule that the middle person should get both armrests because the person, the have the because one side. person That's has true. the window yeah. and that they can lean on and then the other person has the aisle. So they've That's both true. got an so the middle person, the only thing they have is the two armrests. So That's let true. them have yeah. both. That's true. That's good. That's a good one. As long as they have one. It's as long as, <laughs> as the long person as in the one. middle is not left you with need zero. Yeah. 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 Agree. Mm-hmm. Agree. Okay. And then I have one one 
This is not actually a pet peeve. This is a funny story I have to fess up to. So this is very, very stupid of me. Very stupid. I okay. can't believe I did this. And you're this. holding your boob. Is it to do with, <laughs> is it to do with the weather? Boob. Like Gretchen Wieners. Do you know Gretchen Wieners? No. No, it's not. It's um, Karen. Karen. Okay, no. Um, so it's not about my boob. Were you a Karen in the Or the weather. Story? No, I, I was. No, I, this is not. And I wasn't a Karen, but it was just stu- I can't believe I did okay. this. Anyway, it was a long haul flight. And this was years ago when I was coming back from the States. And I randomly decided that on the plane was the time that I would paint my nails. Can you imagine oh, the someone smell. opening a nail polish bottle next to you on a plane? Yeah. The air hostess like rushed over and was like, looked at me like I was an idiot. <laughs> like, no, are you kidding? And she, I, she, she, I think she literally said something like, um, you cannot do that on the <laughs> <laughs> and at first I took a moment because I was like, that's a bit rude. How and then I was like, oh, actually, I was about 20. Okay. I was like, actually, that's like totally fair. But like, it's such a strong fume. And I don't know why I decided, yep, right now I'm just going to paint my nails, get my nail polish well, out, it paint would, my nails. It, painting a plane would be, if it, there was no fumes in your nail polish, it would be a good time to paint them because like, you have time. nothing to yeah, do, right? Exactly. But yeah. But no, it's way too fumey. Bow to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We've got some examples. I'm going to read some out before we throw to some of your audios. So when you say examples, are these people's stories? People's stories. Or just examples. Of things that have happened. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So, oh, this one is hectic. Last night, someone passed out and then threw up on my husband. Oh, that's sad. That, I mean, that poor person, but also, can you imagine? Having someone's vomit on you. Can you imagine? No, but you, you know what? You would cop it because... The person Literally. vomiting would feel worse. Well, what are you going to do? What, what else are you going to do? Just I feel like it would have been funny it. for this person because it didn't actually happen to them. <laughs> just their partner. Um, okay, this one said, someone kept airdropping nudes. This is so funny. Okay, so I am sometimes, I find it really funny to try and airdrop. We did it on I, the plane. We did, but yeah. we obviously would never do an inappropriate photo. No. It was just like a weird photo of my face or something that you had on your phone. It was and you were like, should I try and this person it? kept declining it. Like, no, you want this. <laughs> but nude, I think. I think that's actually oh, that's actually an invasion inc- incredibly of, inappropriate. It's incredibly well, inappropriate. Well, that's like flashing someone. Yeah, which is illegal, and you can go to jail. That, no, that's not. No, okay, is it? No, <laughs> naughty. Okay, this one is from Melanie. We were on the plane from Austria to uh, Los Angeles, so it was a long distance flight, and I was um, not with my friends. I was one seat like next to them, so I was sitting next to a woman I didn't know. And I ordered actually a coffee and put it on my table in front of me. And I was always turning my body to the left because there were my friends sitting and I was talking with them. When I turned back, I didn't find my coffee. And I was like, fuck, where's my coffee? And I actually pushed it with my elbow into the handbag, which was on the floor, the whole coffee was inside her bag and she was cleaning her whole body and all her handbag and I was like oh my god oh my god I'm so sorry and she just looked at me like really mean and didn't say anything oh. and what do you do in that like if if the bag was comp- like what if that was an expensive handbag like do, do, do you do you, are you responsible for paying for that? handbag I feel oh. like they have one you know yeah. they have the one handbag that they always use <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do. Oh, melt. That's melt. what you would do. Evacuate. 
<laughs> okay, we've got a couple of R-rated Ooh. ones. First one is from Laura, and not you, Laura. No, not another me. Laura. I came at PJ in the plane. So I was on a 6am flight and the lady next to me pulled out her Kindle, me being nosy, I wanted to peer over and see what she was reading. So I peered over and she made it really easy for me to see what she was reading because the Kindle was in 72 point font. And to my surprise, the lady next to me was reading the most graphic and detailed porn novel I have ever seen in my life. And I'm not talking like the, oh, I caressed her cheek with my thumb sort of thing or like, oh, I kissed her deeply. I'm talking like really graphic sex scenes with like really hardcore language. And the imagery was fantastic, but it was just so much for 6am. Wow. Wow. Okay, we have a photo. Oh my God, we have a photo. Oh my God. Oh my God. So then <gasps> she took a photo. Of Hand him. between our bodies. Keep oh, going. oh my God. Keep I'm going. not going to keep going. Really? Yes. Okay. And circled my clit until I found pleasure. Okay, so this is That's this is very, a graphic, yes, a graphic Kindle, and it is. We're looking Love at the picture now. Her. It's really big. The font is really big. You know oh what? Good God. on her. That, that's, yeah, that's a lot of confidence. Good. And well, that's fine. It's People no, can I read what they want to read, especially this looks like she's in the middle seat. <laughs> <laughs> and this one is from Christina. So I just got in on a 12-hour flight between New Zealand and Singapore. And I was sitting in the window seat. I see a couple, a few rows ahead kind of give each other a hug and a kiss. And he sits about two or three rows ahead. And then the girl comes and sits next to me in the middle seat. And it's a few hours later and I see that they have that chat where you can message other people on the plane on her screen and they were sexting <gasps> each other. And it was very uncomfortable. <gasps> sexting each other through the plane chat. That's, who uses plane? I, sorry, out this of all of this, ten, who ten, uses this, plane this chat? This could have been 10 years ago when you were, you couldn't have like phones and stuff on the plane. But I used to do it. I used plane, to chat to my brother. Did you? But yeah. it's so big because it's on the big screen, isn't it? And it's like, it's one of those things where you have to type with your fingers. So you can't be typing quickly. <laughs> oh it's not like a text. It's like, hey, it, it's just hard. That's like, they must be a very sexual couple to be. Or maybe fresh. Sexed. Yeah, fresh. A fresh. Yeah. <gasps> Love that one. And <laughs> this one is from Lucy. I was on a flight from London to Australia and it flew through China with a stopover. And when the flight got started, the crew members were like, oh, um, is it anyone's birthday? Which I thought was a weird question to ask. I've never had that before. Anyway, I'm not joking. 90% of the plane put their hand up. And I was like, that is... That is rubbish, absolute rubbish. Anyway, they proceeded to come out with balloons and, like, hats, and the person whose birthday it was had to wear a hat with all these candles on, and they had a guitar. They were singing Happy Birthday to every single person whose birthday it supposedly was. And for adults, they gave beer, and kids was like, jelly and ice cream. Literally the most bizarre thing I've ever encountered. That would take a long time. That would take a... Um, we've got a photo here of a lot of... There's balloons. a lot of balloon animals and flowers and, like, a you lot know of effort. It depends on the time. If the plane had just <laughs> taken off, it's the middle of the day, yeah. everything's... But if you if it's like you're trying to sleep, <laughs> you this would be the most... Happy birthday is... Again you, you and sing again it once, and again. You sing it once and you... Oh, lovely. It sounds birthday. That wonderful. is something I've Happy birthday seen. 25 times. No. You'd be like, I... It takes away the, the yeah, meaning of it, doesn't it? Does. It does. That is bizarre. Bizarre. Very bizarre. Okay, this one is from Maddie, who is a flight attendant. 
which I'm sure they've got the best stories. Yeah. So when I was a flight attendant, I used to see weird things every day. I've <laughs> yep. seen grown men wet themselves in their seats. I've seen oh. children with full meals thrown up all over them. Oh. Saw toenail clippings on the floor oh, in the no. aisle. No. And the weirdest thing I ever saw was when we were coming into land somewhere and we got told by the captain that we weren't allowed to let anyone off the plane because we had a man who was wanted by the police. <gasps> So when we landed, the police came on and got him out of his seat and arrested him and then everyone else got off and they had to search the plane, which was pretty wacky. Whoa. I don't even know what to say to any of that except (laughs) whoa. They would have so many stories, wouldn't they, flight attendants? So many. Wow. I, I actually laughed with the nail, clip, on that. nail clipping things because, ew, that's gross. But yeah. also, I was trying to paint my nails, so. No, but if you saw, I don't know why I'm assuming it was a guy. I shouldn't. But if there was like a big clipping of a big toenail, like your big toe, on, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> thick and yellow, like <laughs> some old, like. <laughs> why? Why is that I'm just thinking of like a really old man's toe. Yucky, I don't know why yucky, I went there. Yucky. But that's gross. That's, that's worse than painting your nails. <laughs> okay, last story we have is from Samantha had a mum and her little boy sitting next to me and she let him wee into the little water cup that peels backwards and then put it back in and put it on the dinner tray for the air hostesses to take away instead of getting him up to go to the toilet. Oh, no, nah, that is completely disrespectful. That is horrible. To everyone on the plane. Oh, my God. Especially the flight attendant who's having to pick up the dinner tray. And if, if, if her son had problems with going to the toilet or couldn't be in a confined space. Put a nappy on him. Yeah, agree. Or I don't care if he's 10 years old. The, put a nappy on him. Host, like, let them. That is, that is very wrong. low levels of that's respect. Wrong. That's very wrong. Blah, 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 blah. I wonder if they thought it was apple juice. <laughs> Okay, Laura, so as you know, I've just recovered from COVID. Yeah. And Poor thing. Well, I mean, why couldn't we have got it when it was cool to get it? Yeah, you, you, it's very random that you got it this far into yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, also not so random. We hugged like a thousand people over the tour. Yeah, but you so. also hugged a thousand people, more than a thousand people in March. Oh, that's true. That's and true. And also, actually, no, we didn't do hugging. We weren't allowed because that's of true. it. That's true. Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. It was totally worth it. Um, <laughs> and I will say that I was pretty okay. A couple of months earlier, we had the flu. Mm. And I say we because generally when a household gets sick, like ev- like everyone kind of catches on. I feel like, especially since Harvey was around, it's been like, if Harvey's sick, we'll all get sick. Or if Josh's sick, we'll all get sick. You have been more sick than me yeah. this year, yeah. which is... I've had a flu and, and COVID. COVID. Oh, but I feel like you've been <laughs> sick more. Have I? Oh, maybe not. Maybe just in the past few months. But I have been, no, I have been the more flu sick was really bad. this year yeah. than I've ever been. As in like, I generally can go through the seasons and not actually get sick. Now you're a sick gal. Well, COVID must have <laughs> done sicky. it. Anyway, I always kind of, and especially now as a mum, it's like, and, and also that I was working as well. So I was obviously doing that from home because I had COVID. But I just kind of powered through because I was like, I got way too much stuff to do. And also Josh was really struggling. So I feel like I don't know if I actually was okay or if I just, my mind was like, you cannot be sick right now. Just push through. And it's it reminds me of when you go out with a girlfriend and you both get a little bit, you know, over the line of tipsy. And it gets to a point where you can see that the other one's getting very far gone Mm. and you decide to sober up a little bit just like subconsciously your body sobers up because you know you've got to like be there to look after them right you have to be the adult the responsible one 
And I feel like it's like that when a household is sick, there's always one person that kind of just like pulls through and like toughens up. Especially when you have a young baby, you can't just both stay in bed because he'll be very angry at you. (laughs) But Josh was genuinely like horizontal for, there was two days straight where he was, it looked like he was dying. Like he just was really struggling, but he was also. Did he test positive? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, so he had COVID. Yeah, so, he had yeah, COVID. Yeah, okay, yeah. And I know that COVID's been hitting people differently. Yeah, yeah, it really has. It has, yeah, I get it, <laughs> I get it. But like, get outside or make yourself a smooth. Like, I don't know, I just like, I sometimes just, my method is to try and forget about it. But I feel like he always leads with, well, no, it's the man flu. Like, he's like, <laughs> I actually feel things differently. And he is... He's convinced that it's a what thing. What does he think in his immunity? It's like that he, he's, I don't know. I think he his... thinks that men get hit harder with, with colds and viruses oh. and all that sort of stuff. And that's why it's a thing. And I'm just like, I don't know why this is a... I, I don't... It's yes. bizarre. Anyway, what's Dalton like when he's sick? Oh, oh, it's Dalton like when he's sick. He is a pain in my butt because... <laughs> and do you know why? Because the, it's more about the way that he treats me when I'm sick. Right. That makes me mad when he's sick. How does he treat you when you're sick? Avoids me. Oh, okay. Because he says I'm he's a, bit a of a germ. Ger- yeah. He's yeah. like, stay away from me, you big germ. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, excuse me, help me. I'm sick. Yeah. I need attention. Yeah. And I get... None. Yeah. And then when he's sick, he's he like, cuddle me. I'm like, oh. ah, you big germ. But then I am more of a lover yeah. than a, I have more empathy than yeah. Mr. Dalton. Yeah, okay. And so then I'm like, oh, I feel bad. And mm. then every time I say, and I should just record it, mm. honey, you need to remember this moment next time and I am being the bigger person here and I'm not doing what you do to me and you need to remember this moment next time. So when I'm sick, you you give me love and then it happens because there's time, usually a lot of time yeah. between when you get sick. Yeah. So he forgets. And even when we both had COVID, he gave it to me. And then he, and he avoided me because I was me. sicker, <laughs> even though we had the same germs. So that is what Dalton is like when he's, yeah. it's more so when I'm sick. Yeah. But, <clears throat> Once again, I think it's so funny how we continuously uncover the patience or the lack of patience that we have for our partner as opposed to if you and I lived together and you were sick yeah. there's no way I'd be like toughen up come on true I'd be like oh my god can I do anything for you true chicken soup true <laughs> why is that anyway I because our partners really, annoy us I'm really interested to know if there's actually any genuine science behind the man flu if it's a thing so I've got someone on, on the line. Oh, you've caught. Yeah. You're taking this seriously. You've brought in an expert. <laughs> well, I really want to know. What type of expert have you got? <laughs> We've got TV personality and highly respected GP, oh. Dr. Sam Hay, joining Lucky, us to explain. I thought you were about to say TV personality and I was like, well, what are they going to tell us? <laughs> but he's a doctor. Is yes, that what no, you're he's, saying? He's a okay, well, he's a GP, yeah. Dr. Sam, please, please enlighten us and please tell me that it's all in Josh's head and that it's the man flu isn't actually a thing. Oh, ladies, look, this is a difficult one. I think there is absolutely no doubt that every illness that hits people, it, it, it presents differently in different people. Mm-hmm. Um, some people may have some past immunity. They've come across that virus before, so therefore their body fights it better so they don't have as many symptoms. Some people are under the pump already for other illnesses or stress or whatever, so therefore their immune system drops and it doesn't work as well. And then, yes, some people are not as good at coping with symptoms as they should be. So I am a firm believer that man flu, the concept of man flu exists. 
Wow. Okay. And has it got anything to do with women have to put up with things like periods all the time and going through pain and feeling those kind of motions and changes so regularly that we might be a little bit tougher with symptoms and stuff? Has it got anything to do with that? The pain like threshold or tolerances are different? Well, you didn't let me get to my butt. (laughs) Okay, ladies, I'm sorry, but man flu, the concept of man flu exists for ladies and men. I see it just as commonly in ladies. Wow. Okay. So it's just up to, it's just generally up to the individual of how they can put up with it. Correct. (laughs) Yes. Well, so there you go. It's not just something that, because Josh always says, no, man flu is a thing. Like he thinks that there's some science between, like behind it, that men actually feel it differently. That's not true. But it's not true. It just totally depends on your person. Like exactly. And it's actually quite funny because when I asked two of my girlfriends about this on how they react when their partners are sick, one of them, Alana, was like, oh, yeah, I'm because she's a nurse as well. So I think obviously she's seen people that are very unwell. And she always says, look, you're not dying. So, you know, suck it up. And she's very tough as a person. Whereas Martha, she likes to kind of feel sorry for herself when she's sick. And so she's like, oh, no, I get really like empathetic because I'm I'm that way too when I'm sick. You guys are too tough when you're sick. (laughs) So I think maybe... It's like, the, obviously I'm empathetic when he's sick. I don't ever want him to feel sick. But also, if I'm also sick at the same time. It's hard. It's Because I think it's, it's obviously when people are sick, we need to listen to our bodies and mm-hmm. rest. We're not saying don't do that. Oh, no. But we're also saying, yeah. Matt, <laughs> Mind over matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steffi, how long has it been now since your intimacy challenge? Over. Couple, maybe a couple of months ago. A couple of months yeah. ago. So it's been two time periods worth of challenges since. Yeah. it was 30 days. Yeah. Has your intimacy increased compared to before the challenge, two months out? General intimacy, like cuddles and stuff, yes. Oh, that's good. Yes. yes. Are you asking me what my number is? Like, No, I'm not asking you. You don't just have to say your number. Oh, okay. I mean, you can if no. you want to. So the number of times we're actually having sex per week? Yes has only slightly increased, if not, it's the same. Okay. So pretty Which much again, the same. that wasn't the purpose of the challenge. Yes. But the other general parts of intimacy, yes, they have been they've been great. Oh well, that's wonderful. Yeah. So the reason I bring this up is because Mamma Mia have actually done a study, a piece of research, mm. which I found very interesting. We will link the article in the show notes on how much sex people are actually having. So I'm going to ask you to guess. We can't be guessing for four hours because obviously it's a percentage out of 100. So you can have one guess per thing. Okay. Okay. How many single people as a percentage do you think are not doing it at all? 75. 75% of people are not having sex at all. what age group are we talking about? All ages, I would assume. Well, from 18, probably, I would well, say. Well, yeah, I would say maybe, yeah, 70, 75. I would say the majority. Oh, okay. Are not having sex. Yeah. Jeez. 38%. <gasps> half. Oh, okay. Of what you said. Of singles are having absolutely no sex at all, which means 60, 72. Why, why is my maths bad? 62% of people. Okay. All right. Good on single them. are yeah. having sex. Okay. How often do you think most couples are actually doing it? As in per week? Per week. Once a week. Once or twice a week. That's most. But I wanted to, this is, this stat is the thing in the research that I found the most interesting. 
the biggest 17.2% do, are doing it once a week. 17.2% mm-hmm. are doing it twice a week. 15% are doing it three to six times a week. They I mean, are newly I like, together. Think? Yeah, okay. they're fresh. So that adds up to half the pie. But the other half of the pie, 15% once a fortnight, 11% once a month, 5 to 11, that specific number, times the year. Oh, because that's, that's just mm. a little bit less than once a month. 7%, 2 to 5 times a year. So it's once every two months. 4.8%, none at all, 8%. So it is really, really a wide. I just thought it was so, it's so interesting to talk about because 100%. I think it's, again, it's like what we spoke about. I think the assumption is that, and it is, it is the average once or twice a week, mm. but that doesn't add up to that. You know, that's only 35% of 100. So. 100%. And it'd be really interesting to know out of the people that did the survey, have they been dating, like have they been with their partner for a year? Have they been yeah. with their partner for 15 years? Like I feel like there'd be quite a difference. Does. <laughs> it makes a difference, doesn't it? Okay. So this is a question for you because mm-hmm. you have got a kid. I do not. Uh, do you think having kids lowers the stats for the amount couples are doing it? I think in the beginning, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen when they're older. Well, no. Apparently, having kids is not lowering the stats at all, with parents still reporting one to two times a week. Well, okay. Yes, now that I know that the average is one to two times, that that makes sense. But any more than that, if parents are doing any more than that, I don't know how. Do you want them to hit you up (laughs) with advice? (laughs) Send them a DM. Oh, God. Okay. Another one that I thought was super interesting is that 13% of women have slept with between 11 and 15 people in their lifetime and 11% have slept with more than 35 people. Good on them. Good on them. Exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. And do you know what I love? I feel like the number of people you have slept with Mm. over the past... Maybe, I don't know how many years I would say, but that number used to be something that would be used against women specifically. That's true. Like a man is like, oh, well, what's your number? I've got this yeah. big number. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. And then uh, uh, for a female to have a high, num- number. A high number, it's yeah. like they're called an SLUT, which yeah. is super unfair and not yeah. true. Yeah. And so I think it's awesome that That's our great. numbers, d- mean, it means nothing. means nothing. And it also means Except nothing experiences if you've had you. sex with one person either. Exactly. Like, that's fine too. Exactly. So we've learnt a lot today. But Laura, before we finish up. Oh, what? What's your number? What's my number? Yeah. Oh, do I have to answer this on the podcast? Will you, you say yours? To, no. Will you say yours? Sure. Okay, mine's two. Mine's three. <laughs> well, there you go. That is there going you to go. be. There you go, Daily Mail. Served <laughs> up for you. <laughs> I am just waiting for that. Steph Claire Smith reveals on her podcast how many people that she has slept with. And the number will surprise you. (laughs) (laughs) Even though it's it's just a number. And now for our special shares. It's my favourite voice. uh, It's not relaxing. Maybe do you have a special relaxing share? No, it's not. uh, I mean, depends what song. Oh. What's your special share? Well, my special share is something that you would only really need to be recommended if you've been living under a rock. Oh, well, sounds like, sounds like we're in for a treat. Well, I mean, if you haven't listened to Taylor Swift's new Midnight album. <laughs> What's that? Who's Very that? typical of me. What's that album? It's, <laughs> Has it, I think, honestly, it went to the top of the charts like the day it was sold released. more. You know what was amazing? That video that I sent you, the night of the day that it came out. Yeah. In a nightclub in Melbourne, a DJ played one of the tracks and everyone knew the lyrics. That's in the, the day power. that it was released. She is just something else, isn't she? A hundred percent. Anyway, I'm obsessed with the album. And like, I feel like with albums, often 
there is maybe two or three good songs and then the rest you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, maybe one day yeah. I'll like it, but you never listen to them again. Yeah. I honestly love every song. People have been asking me what my favourite is and I think the one that I keep going back to is Bejeweled. I like the, I like the rhythm of it. I also like Antihero. It's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. But when I started listing off my favourites, I started listing off all of them. I really, it's, really like them. It is beautiful, isn't it? It's such it's a, a good album. beautiful album. Really good album. And so, yes, if you're for some reason... <laughs> You. you haven't already listened <laughs> to the many songs on the Taylor Swift album. You've got to go and listen to it. I love it. Yeah. Would you like to know mine? Yes, I it's would like Taylor to know Swift. your special share. So, okay. I, this is not my special share, but this is, I want to say why I'm going to recommend this. So I was very lucky and I got to go to a dinner with Trini Woodall from Trini London and some incredible other female entrepreneurs from Melbourne. Mm. And meeting Trini in real life, who is just stunning. Amazing. Just she's Glows. she owns a room. Yeah, yeah, people that have she has got a very strong. Obviously, she's beautiful, but aside from that, she's just I've met beautiful people that don't have presence. Yeah. right? Yeah. she has got this incredible strong presence. Like she walks yeah. in and you feel her. Anyway, I am obsessed with Trini, and also I think with Trini as well. So Trini was we. You may know her from Trini and Susanna, the mm. what not to wear. I think the show was called mm-hmm. when we were growing up. And she's now gone out on her own and she's done her own Trini London makeup brand. Her journey is really, from a business perspective, is really interesting. Uh, she's got a lot of funding for the business over quite a few rounds. She's an incredible businesswoman. I am, I'm so in awe of her. Anyway, so I've just been in this mode of absorbing all the Trini things that, yeah. I, that I can. And she's obviously because she's been in Australia. She did quite a few podcast interviews. And she did one with Phoebe Burgess for the Under the Gloss podcast oh, that nice. we've been on, the Vogue yeah. podcast. And it, it, I cannot recommend it enough. It's such a great, such a great conversation. That's good. Um, they speak about relationship, her relationship, but it's also about Trini's personal life, um, her journey with IVF mm. and everything kind of in between some business advices in there. I highly recommend. I just, I'm in this Trini absorption mode and I am loving it. Totally fair. I mean, I spoke to you after the event and you just were like so energized I, I, and yes, inspired. It was and just, wonderful. You felt happy when I was talking to you about it. <laughs> and also on Trini, like the, I, I love her, the little lip to cheek. Pots. Yes. I actually wear it every day. It's my. That's what the color on my cheek is right now. But um, amazing. That would have been incredible. Yeah. Very so that's my recommendation. Well, thank you for that special share, Laws, and thank you for listening, guys. We'll be back in your ears this Wednesday. If you would like to learn more about Keep It Cleaner or try some of Kika's new cardio bar masterclasses, you can sign up today for a seven-day free trial via our website, keepitcleaner.com, or you can head to the Apple or Google Play Store and download the app. You can also find us on all social media platforms, Instagram at keepitcleaner, at laura.hinter and at Smith, and we are at Keep It Cleaner Squad on TikTok. And to take us into the week on our Monday, we have got a happy song for you all. This is actually the song that I entered my wedding with. It's Destiny's Child. And we will catch you on Wednesday. Bye.